Good evening, everyone. We're back for another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with me and the nerds. How's everyone do this evening? What is up? Pretty good. What is up, man? It's super exciting. What more can we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Lightning outside, kids crying as as if they're going to have tornadoes coming through the house. Yeah, life is good. We're close to electronics. We might as well get electrocuted. Yeah, exactly. Right. Is that what can happen to you when you're on the internet? Is that like taking a shower? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should go remember, take a remember that. Yeah, I feel like that's the sort of thing in the '90s that like parents would have been telling us, like, "Oh, if you're on the internet when that thing strikes, you're just gonna be sorry." <laughs> <laughs> if you're not sorry now, you're gonna yeah. be sorry. This is gonna be a weird, right. a weird episode. <laughs> it will be. It'll, it'll be. Yeah, I love that's, it. a, that's what you get when you get a bunch of nerds. But yeah, super excited to get in episode four of Kenobi, like everybody else is. But before we dive into this with our teeth, as Ken just said. Uh, let's let our guy DP let you know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com. People, make sure that you are going to that site and you will see all your favorite social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and also Instagram. We are at Nerdcyclopedia. So make sure that you follow us, you know, so we could, you know, give you some feedback and all that stuff. Um, if you are watching us right here on YouTube, make sure that you are hitting that notification button and also hitting that subscribe button. So anytime that we are on, you know that we're on. Um, if you are following us on Facebook, we have a Facebook group. It's called uh, Carbonite Bounty BS, a Star Wars fa- a Star Wars group, where we get your favorite memes, get your favorite uh, Star Wars content, and you know we post stuff up there, you know, all the time and everything. So get feedback. Tom Hastings, he's always dedicated with the good stuff on there. So shout out to him. Um, so make sure that you're following us and you know giving us like your input on what you think about the latest Star Wars stuff. Um, also, make sure that you are, um, if you are listening to us on your, your phone, you know, your smartphone or on your radio and everything, you're uh, following us on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, iTunes, um, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. We are there, Spotify, um, and also Nerdcyclopedia. Oh, it's nurse at nurseacopedia.com. Make sure that you are leaving us some feedback um, so that you get. <laughs> So that you that so that you uh so we can give you some feedback as well. Um, make sure that you also we are talking about the boys this this season. Okay, season three of the boys just yes. came out. So that fantastic, crazy first three episodes just banged and just tore people up and everything. Make sure that you are listening to us because we talk about it, you know. And we'll be back, you know, next week to talk about like the fourth episode coming up this Friday. Uh, we'll be back on Monday to talk about that episode and everything. So make sure that you guys check out this channel, Nerds Talking About the Boys. On well the said, well said. Good, good job. There we are. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The joys of live TV, ladies and gentlemen. But better every week. Yeah. It's better it does. Week. It gets better every week. We're going to have to come up with a script for us. I'm sure the read it. The listeners are like, it's different every time I hear him. Like, <laughs> you, get, you, get the, you get the chirons I make, and that's it. That's right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it was a pretty good episode. A little short for me. I know I saw it, and I was a little disappointed. But uh, it got to the point. It got a lot of interesting, interesting, interesting stuff we'll get into. Um, yeah, my first initial reactions were kind of shocked. Um, 
this whole episode also, if you guys haven't played the game, was literally that Jedi Fallen Order. It was the game to the T. Yeah. So really, really cool that you kind of, they did that tie-in. There were a lot of scene tie-ins if you played the game that was directly related. So uh, the content was really good. A couple controversial points I'll get into a little bit on my uh, hit soapbox, but uh, and I'm sure he'll tie this in. But uh, yeah, um, really excited. Really excited to talk about it. What about you, uh, Ben? Thank you. So, two two things I want to I just want to mention just just to put it out there. One, uh, stormtroopers drowning. Thought, <laughs> thought that was a little weird. Um, they are able to stay alive in space for upwards of maybe fifteen to twenty minutes. I'm thinking water shouldn't be a problem. I'll just put it out there. Give me some techn technology uh, feedback on that. I looked. Um, their suits can repel uh, pollutants. Uh, they're able to uh, go into extremely hazardous environments with no problem and survive in space. There are a few mods that are available for the Stormtrooper uh, helmet concept. And I would think if you're going to station a Stormtrooper on a moon, a water moon, uh, you would have the correct mods installed on the uniform so that they could survive a, a dip in the tank. All right. Anyway, that <laughs> water tight. Plus, angry Vader. That was about as pissed as I've ever seen Vader. Like, storming down that hallway, full animated anger. Um, I think we're getting, not only are we getting a great story with Kenobi and, like, what he did and what, how he sort of fell from being general and how he kind of, went, you know, he went in hiding and he came back. And, I mean, we're getting that. But we're also getting this great angle on, on Vader, too. So it's really like a Kenobi slash Vader series because i'm seeing a lot of personality development i really loved the uh the situation with leia trapped also liked all the callbacks they did to kenobi lurking around on the death star with the comlink and misdirecting stormtroopers and learning how to do that again right so he's learning he's learning and i, I one thing it uh, one thing it called out to me so I got a parallel here. Here, I'm watching Stranger Things. I don't know if anyone, any nerds out there, are watching it, but oh yeah. So, so Eleven has to have a a dream to bring back her power. Mm -hmm. So Kenobi has to have a dream or a some sort of a, a a memory to start to bring back his power. And I think he had it with the connection with you know uh, Anakin in the back of the tank. Now they're both in the back of the tank, and they are sort of communing that way and he's starting to get things back he's starting to get his force pull he's starting to get his wielding the lightsaber a little more effective so it's like a kind of a transition i felt a sort of a nice handshake between stranger things and the star wars universe because it's like all nerd anyway uh but i kind of felt like that that's what we saw in this episode was obi general kenobi becoming general kenobi again getting that power back Great episode, a little short, but you know, whatever. Uh, they can give me whatever they want. They want to do 38 minutes, if they want to do 47 minutes, if they want to do 52 minutes, that's cool. As long as it's concise and has has a story. And I thought this one was great. I thought this episode really touched on a lot of cool stuff. As a fanboy, I saw, you know, like different things. Like I said, Kenobi kind of lurking around on the Death Star, turning off the tractor beam. I saw the same thing when he was looking for Leia. So 
a lot of neat little call outs and, and connections. And again, stormtroopers drowning. Come on. What are we doing here? <laughs> they got to be able to survive a little bit of water. Right. Just saying. What about you, Hitch? Yeah. So for me, the crux of this is, is, you know, I really liked seeing Leia's strong ability to resist the mind probe in action. Again, this, this show is the a plus at explaining all the force powers that aren't like punt, you know, push you around, lift something up. The really obvious ones, right? Uh, I, I love how they portray this struggle between between Reva and Leia as as having some physical heft to it, right? And this kid's stronger than she should be, but Leia can't can't hide it, right? She can't. It's not effortless for her to resist. She has she has to like relax, yeah, you know, visibly relax. Uh, I am I am struck by this this Jedi action figure collection that the Empire is is amassing here. And, and I'm terrified of what they're going to do with it because it doesn't seem to serve a purpose, the bodies of these frozen, all these frozen Jedi. So for me, you know, I, I, I was, I'm interested in, in this because it's not something I'm familiar with. So it's one of those. We can get into that. I'll, I'll explain it to you. Hooray. I had to, I had to do some research. You know, I've, been, I've been having, this has been a week. And if you watch our shows, you you know you know this because you, you would have um, you would have seen our NCFS show on the boys. A lot of WTF moments on TV for me lately. A lot of them, and that was a WTF moment when they they, they looked like they had their pictures taken or something. It was crazy. Right. Uh, so that was you know for me <clears throat> the thing that's really sticking in my mind. I think that it's it's messed up to mess with Lola, man. Like taking away Leia's like you know number one <laughs> companion. Uh, I didn't. I didn't quite care for that. And why is it that that security goons are always so easily manipulated? You just lean on them a little bit, and they just like cave at the slightest little, little tiniest little bit of authority. I always think that's funny when they do it, because I feel like that actually happens in the real world. That's how people sneak into the Super Bowl. Oh, you didn't know. You don't know who I am. I'm going in there. I think. I think you can ask some people. Like, that's to be what happens all the time. So I, I, I like this episode a lot. I did. I did think that the one thing about having that big lightsaber fight between Vader and Obi-Wan last week is that it, what are you going to do after that? It's like, you know, it's hard, it's hard to top that. And so from a structural standpoint, while we are super excited to have had that early because it was a surprise, I did feel a little bit like this episode was sort of like, it didn't have that. So if I felt a little bit of a a drop down from last episode because of that, but it's not like a negative thing. It's just a difference in the pace. Right. What about you, DP? Um, okay, so I wasn't feeling the episode as much, um, probably mainly because it really didn't move the plot that much. You know, um, it was short, shorter than like the previous episode. So it was sort of like it got in there and got out, um, which could be fine to a degree. But I think with the heft of Obi-Wan, you want more. You know, so when you're on. So so when you're anticipating like, you know, these episodes from week to week, you want like a little more. Now, what what um, Hitch was saying about the, um, the 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 tomb reveal and everything that was like super interesting, and you know I hope they definitely get more into that, you know, and how that's revealed in like you know the next few episodes and everything. But other than that, um, I did like the the lightsaber scene with um, you know um, him 
getting the you know the two guards and stuff. Anytime you get that scene and like you know a real dark you know presence, and then the the, the lightsaber comes on, you hear that zoom, you know, and then him slicing and dicing everything. That's always a fun thing. Just seeing like a good lightsaber you know fight is always fun. But generally, the the episode, you know, um, I don't know if I'm really feeling Reva like that. You know, as far as her villainy and her badassness and everything, if you want to call it that, um, I'm feeling that, you know, for her to be an inquisitor, she's she's a little on the soft side. It's all she's really thinking about is what her um, uh, what her what happened to her, like to 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 get all this anger up, you know, for her to to, to go on that route. So if she, if she was going to be like that, why does she necessarily need to be an inquisitor to do that, you know, um, to, to go on and live? To, to go on those and to me the inquisitors are like more more the evil type of thing and you know she she's just doing bad things but is she necessarily evil you know to serve darth vader and to 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 potentially be the grand inquisitor um i don't know if that's necessarily what she wants but you know i, I don't know if i'm necessarily feeling that arc we'll let it we'll see how it plays out in like the the last few episodes but i don't know i don't know she she she's i'm on the fence with her um, Obi-Wan, of course, you know, he's fine and everything. Um, but like I said, the episode plot didn't really push along that much. So it was just, it was just an okay episode for me. Yeah. And I echo everybody's thoughts. I mean, it was kind of, like I said, I liked it. There was a lot of interesting things. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's dive it. Let's dive right into it. So the first thing we'll discuss obviously is the Jedi tomb scene that everybody, um, was kind of shocked about. I was as well. So there's two thoughts to that Jedi tomb scene. The first is they're all dead. They're not frozen in carbonite. Uh, so they all are dead. That's why you saw the child from Order 66 um, in there as well. Um, there are a couple of Jedi Masters in there. So the idea of that is, is Kenobi won't, didn't feel the Jedi because he was turned off in the Force. But that's a trap. So essentially it's just a weapon. They, when a Jedi dies, the Force, and this is canon, as long as they freeze them like that and they're not fully dead, the body, they still emit the Force. So essentially it's like a beacon. So the fact that they have all those Jedis in there, it's a beacon for other Jedis to sense them. And once they get there, they all die because it's Inquisitor base. So hmm. it's kind of suicide if you're on a moon of Mustafar anyways. Like if you're in Vader's system and you go there, it's already a suicide mission in itself. So the fact that like you would trick a Jedi even going there to sense to save other Jedi is kind of stupid. But yeah, that's one of the reasons. And the second reason is it's kind of a, um, as they alluded to, it's more of a trophy room for Vader. Because literally these are people that he's hacked down, they've really kidnapped. So it's more of a thing for Vader, not really the Inquisitors. Um, but none of them really looked dead. To me, they didn't look like they had been in a fight. The youngling right. were scared, yeah. frightened. Uh, the woman, there were two women, almost looking, almost they had a Native American. Right. Yeah. They, they, they didn't look dead. They looked yeah. frightened. They looked like they I were. Thought, I thought they were first, like in like in the, in the carbonite as far like yeah, amber. Like amber. Like amber. Yeah. amber. They were like Jurassic yeah. Park, like amber yeah. entombed. I thought the same thing, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't get but that the, feeling that they were actually dead because none of them were. Like right. battle wounded or you know sliced and you know I don't I don't know that was it. Yeah, I watched it a couple yeah. of times. I didn't. I mean, I did. Did I? Yeah, I did no. like to see the lightsabers in the uh, in the tomb room in the uh, the the, uh, the quizzer room. Did you see other lightsabers along the wall? Oh, in the in the truck, like the the uh, Ray, uh, Rava's office. 
Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. The detail, yeah. all those Jedi's lightsabers laid out like for display. It's just so, so if a Jedi loses its his or her weapon, then we assume that they've been just killed, right? But yeah. maybe not necessarily. Well, this weapon is your life, Anakin. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, um, Grievous had many weapons. He didn't necessarily say he killed all the Jedi to get those weapons. I mean, right. he had Anakin's and Obi-Wan's for a while, but he didn't kill them. He was a yeah. thief. He was a thief. He was a thief. Yeah, he was. A, he was a robot thief, general with asthma, thief that stole <laughs> Jedi weapons, but didn't necessarily have to kill them. But I mean, Obi Wan said it was a tomb. You said it's a tomb, T. Mitch. So that means to me that means they're 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 dead. But didn't look like they were dead to me. Oh yeah, because I, I I thought it was a tomb after I watched it a second time. If he didn't try to like resuscitate him or have her turn off of any of those, because I was thinking like he tried to bust one open or have her like right. yep. turn off whatever was keeping him there, then. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, it's more like a trophy room or something. Yeah, well, like, he, he was there on a mission. He's there to pick, you know, get Leia. So all this is just like a big distraction, um, a, a welcome distraction, I guess, on, on his end because it's a revelation. But he's still there to 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 get Leia. Yeah, but she's in the control room. All she has to do is hit one button, drop them all out. You got, what, 20 Jedis to help you out? That would be, be a heck of a, uh, a distraction is 100 Jedi all of a sudden right you know, right up your ass. <laughs> like, all of a sudden. Like, that can't bother. Like, that wouldn't be easy. We've watched, and we've watched Jedi plow through hundreds and thousands of, yep. of bone troopers. And, uh, like, the idea that there would be any, like, I mean, it would be terrible. So 20, I, I feel like, yeah, right. 20 plus Jedi right up your ass. What would the Empire call that? <laughs> Fubar. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it. All those, all those. I would say you have no, you have no idea the power. This Jedi, you know. oh, right, right up your imperial ass. <laughs> <laughs> right up. Oh man. Oh man. But yeah, and then on another point, you know, as DP said, and I told you guys, I when I read the kind of spoiler notes before the show started, the Reva character was something that really, really scared me. Because I mean, we have two episodes left. I mean, we've got some decent dialogue between Anakin and and really Kenobi, but she's really front and center of this show. Um great actress, but you know, it's just like, I, I just don't know what they're thinking with this. Because really, and, I, and this is my controversial point, the way she, they painted the Jedi in this show and her, it's very similar to all these Olympic organizations treat how these children, as we see in not just other countries, but even our own, these mm -hmm. kids are taken from their families at a young age. They're putting in the training a la Jedi academies and whatnot, and they are literally just separated there's no childhood there's nothing you're become a soldier or an elite athlete and as you see her this is kind of the mental side that can happen and usually does happen to half of these people who don't make the olympic roster i mean what about the ones who fall through the cracks we never hear the stories about them right yeah. so it's kind of a, it paints the jedi in a really really negative outlook and it, it's kind of cool to see that because we see the sith as this evil you know all bearing even the empire and this really puts the Jedi Order in a super negative light. So kind of like how Floney has made Star Wars a little darker to this aspect as far as how the council, at least the Coruscant Council, was viewed. I mean, 
when I heard that, even Kenobi saying, you know, he had a brother and he doesn't know what happened, like, really lets you see, like, wow, these guys are supposed to be defenders of the galaxy, but to what extent and what means were you getting these children? And I know we talked about, you know, pulling them because of not being able to control their powers. We've seen that on all nerds things, whether it's X-Men, whether it's this or that, but like, yeah. Hearing her story and, and whatnot, it's it's a little, you know, it's it's sad to some extent it's, how it's, it's traumatizing. I mean, I could sympathize <laughs> with her th- or her story. I don't know if the actress to me is playing it playing it as well as um um what she could be, you know, as far right. as the character is concerned. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, feel like but I understand she, the deepness of the story. If she's gonna enjoy the the bad stuff she's doing, we need to know a little bit more about why she's enjoying it. And I think it was right. a mistake to be obvious about what was going on in that in that first yeah. scene that happens at the Jedi Temple. We, I, I need more why because she's really having a good time torturing this little girl. And I just like, why? That's the thing right. that's confusing about it, right? It's not that she enjoys doing Vader's bidding. It's it's that she's she's relishing the evil. And we're not, and like there's no question whatsoever about is there any redeeming quality to that enjoyment, right? Right. Because right. we're just her like it. And, and how yeah. bad was it? Like, was there a situation where in the Jedi Temple, that scene, that flashback that we saw, where she saw Kenobi have a chance to save her or someone she cared that's, about? Yeah, and that's, he that's, didn't. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. There's no tie in to her and Kenobi whatsoever. No, 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 no sense of what I, no context no. of the obsession. So why yeah. does she, yeah, right. Well, why is the anger so focused on him mm-hmm. when? I mean, there could be a multitude of other missions that she could be yes. on that yeah. might keep her out of trouble. Because right. Vader's obviously at the end of his rope with her. I mean, he gave her one last chance because she said she put a tracker on and she turned the little droid into a evil, uh, you know, it turned from blue to red. Slightly more evil. Right. Slightly more evil. Yeah. So... He's he why and so why would Vader being the super evil power that he is that we're seeing he's coming into his own he's like he's flying down the corridor he's twisting necks he's choking he's slicing people why would he oh you put a tracker on the ship oh that's original <laughs> like, no one's ever done that shit before right <laughs> and and okay it works it works 50 percent of the way but then you never get the job done just because you know where they are doesn't mean you're going to get them right okay so there's a tracker fine vader using the force is a tracker too right? yeah but he is having a hard time with this whole leia thing and that's my daughter but i don't know and blah 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 and here's reva torturing vader's daughter she doesn't know either so is leia actually more than we think like is she able to cloak herself even more than we know because wouldn't they sense the that's it yeah and that brings a whole new point that you bring in when they brought this like force bond that they did in the sequel trilogy to now Mm -hmm. so kenobi and anakin have it he would have to sense this with his children. Like it's whatever it's midichlorian, it's you would steal it's your children. Woody, so so she's so young, and and like and and are we supposed to like um just and look at her and see like her precociousness, her intuitiveness, and think that okay, it's the force. It's she has to have the force just because we know it's a family type thing. 
I think I think Reva would know because she tried to probe her brain. Like that's a weird. That's a that's a She's no, a no, and, and no. even me as a simple-minded human, if I look out at a whole group of children in a swimming pool, I can find my kids. I can find if my kids are in danger. I can see them out of all the screaming idiots out there. So you have that connection, though. You don't have, you don't have a helmet on your head to substract your vision. <laughs> Uh, how do you know? I'm not there. You've met your kids before, right? <laughs> Sometime, but yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that connection between, I mean, if there's like 30 kids out there all, you know, up and down in the water, I mean, it's hard to kind of see. I'm just saying I can see where my kids are. I think Vader knows, has to know something. So we're still not getting the whole picture here. Not well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Deep, I, I don't, I don't, my, my my theory is that she she she's she while she does have the 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 force, she's just not at. It's like having superpowers. You're just not at that point yet. You know, she's so young, and it's just so so the midichlorians are so low that he can't really detect anything right now. Because and it sort of like makes sense because later down the line, you know, we 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 see how he is with you know with her. It just makes more sense to me that she that. He, she that he would not connect anything uh, with her at this point because that's just where the story. Yeah. Maybe more so with Luke. Maybe more yeah. so with Luke because right. maybe, there's, maybe Luke is a little bit more further along. Um, yeah. You know, as much yeah. as Owen Lars is like trying to keep Luke sheltered from the whole thing, maybe he's like missing different things and letting Luke go to see starships. But then Leia. Can identify any starship that you throw at her. Anything. Yeah, and, and the interesting point, though, as well, DP, is he's saying. Yeah, she's smarter, right? So Anakin flew, uh, was been flying pods since he was six or seven. So the whole age thing is, I don't find that. I think it's a plot hole because when Reva probed her brain, you can't say she's too young. She literally couldn't get information because no matter right. how old you are, if she probes your brain, she can get anything out of it. The and fact she, that she couldn't, couldn't, she find couldn't it, get anything. And she was even was like, just, you're strong. You're strong. Yeah. You know? And then for her to, it, it was just, I think it was a plot hole there. It was just a little wet. So, and it's being nitpicky, but it was one of those things with her character so important to this show. Mm-hmm. I just I just think it was an error right yeah, there. So we know Leia doesn't just go back to Alderaan here and stay. It, it, but the thing is, if, if you think someone's dead for 10 years, right, and then you saw their kid, that's essentially what this is. It, it could maybe say that what Anakin should realize is that Leia is like Padme. There should be a connection. There should be a similarity there that he should comment on. Now, whether or not he realizes that their direct genetic progeny is a different question. And I, and I think we could say the same thing about like, about, well, let's just use them. Derek, you know, Carrie Fisher and, and, and Debbie Reynolds or Carrie Fisher and Billy Lord. Like you can look at the right. resemblance because you know, because you're looking at them at the same time, right? You can see it, but with, you know, no reference points and no reference points saying nobody saying this is this person's daughter it might not be as easy because resemblance doesn't always work exactly you know it it doesn't always transmit one-to-one and even if it did he already knows where she's from and why she's why she is special because everybody knows that this adopted daughter of Baylor Ghana has been special for the whole time all the way on Alderaan where she's everybody's looking at her so 
if I were the, you know, grand Jedi conspiracist and I thought that, you know, Padme didn't die, didn't die before she had my one baby, I wouldn't look for that one baby um, on Autry. That's not what I'd be looking for, for her, especially, especially when she's going to be in government. I mean, she's an imperial senator. That's in the government. You'd think, you'd think she would be hidden too, like like her brother, right? So no one would know yet until the right time, which I think, so was from the very beginning, Yoda's idea, Yoda's like, you know, his, his thought process was to leave the girl open, send her away, but let her be publicly um, visible hide the boy because he knew there was something more to the boy there's always like the, you know the, the male the the male is more all you know always always assumed to be a stronger force not necessarily though not in this new world that we've got though so there's a lot of different things i think they're trying to connect them they're trying to bring everything in balance now and sort of bring leia more you know the into the into the focus because we already know luke is Luke is the one. Luke is the chosen one that's going to bring his father back and end this imbalance to the Force. But but where does Leia fit in? And how does she... So that's a, that's going to be a really important story. We have to have Organa. We have to have the series Organa to yeah. develop this. And that's I want to see it. Yeah, it's got to happen. Up here to make me watch that series. They've, it's done. I want to see it. I want to see these... You know, I want to see the adventures of a weirdly precocious Leia. Like, I buy this character and this actress as that type of precocious politician more so than I bought Natalie Portman when she was, you know, 15. Yeah. yeah. At, as center queen of Naboo. Yeah, totally. When she I was. Like, I like this before, that, that's a, and that, and Natalie Portman is obviously an extremely talented actress. That's not to say anything, even anything negative about the performance in, in, uh, in Phantom Menace. It's just to say that what we're seeing here is a very vivid three-dimensional sort of portrayal of Leia. And she's always portrayed as having that stubborn will, right? She mm -hmm. took she took control of her own wrestling in Star Wars. Like that's so 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 you get the personality of Anakin Skywalker, not the um the prequel Anakin Skywalker. I'm talking about the Clone Wars Anakin style yeah. Skywalker. Yeah. With yeah. <laughs> with um you know the Padme Natalie Port and Padme this is what you have you know this Leia right here yep yep a little bit of both because mm -hmm. we don't even know where her strengths are we know she's argumentative we know she's defiant she's un she's she's not scared she's not scared one bit she's in this torture chair and what's she doing she's still calling out for help but she's still asking questions she's trying to engage her inquisitor that that's how you win in these situations all the psychologists say this is if you're in a situation where someone has you kidnapped or tied up or you're being tortured the most important thing you do is engage them right put them on your level keep talking to them keep treating them as an equal don't let them have the upper hand. And what did, what did she do through that whole scene? That's what she did. She brought her inquisitor down to her, down by basically down to her level, made them equal in that room. So it wasn't like she was the one in the torture rack. They were just having a conversation because she kept saying, what are you doing to me? Why are you doing this? Right. Asking questions to get a response from, from her. Or but, maybe not. Because uh, that's a tactic employed by Vader in um, 
Empire Strikes Back. The point is not, the point is the torture. The point isn't to ask any questions. It's to cause pain and draw, you know, Obi-Wan out. Right. And that's, that's another weakness, I think, as you said, is the Inquisitor and Lawrence Sith. They're that kind of like... In between. Yeah, they're like a third... Text. Like, you know, the Emperor is giving Vader a little bit. He's carving off, like, some of the, some of that secret knowledge for Vader. But the Inquisitors are just, like, hired guns, right? They're not, like, you know... A religious end to what the inquisitors are doing with the force it's just like we do what we're told or else we'll die right like it's mm-hmm. it's very factual. i mean this is there's only one or two different ways this can head so the inquisitors can be basically sith trialists because we all know i don't know if they'll canon this but obviously vader would have to have an apprentice at some point will they have a vader series and keep rev on or we'll, we'll see what happens with the last two maybe in the season two but you know, will he take on? Because in the in the EU, he does have apprentices. He's been through a bunch of them, so I don't know if they'll take it that way. Or um, I, I, I don't mean we have two episodes. I don't see three Inquisitors dying in two episodes. I'll, I'll bet you he ends her. I, I think bet, I told you. I think he'll kill her. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. bet he does. I think you're right. I think he's. I think yeah, will she Vader will kill Reva. Yeah, I think he's going to end her because it's she's she's fallen short too many times she's come back with different things and she's not controllable like she's i don't know the, 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 the way it seemed like they're heading is that you know it's going to be a showdown between her and obi-wan um and obi-wan's going to come to and the obi-wan point where, hey, obi-wan is going to come to the point where you know he can possibly kill her but or she may be wounded or something where you know she she may reveal this thing about okay well you did this and blah 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 feel yeah, yeah before he kills her I want to know that I want to know like what right it's sort of like redemption thing okay the only reason I'm in this situation is because of what you did you know mm-hmm. back then or whatever which we actually you know don't I, know I don't think we'll get to that I think Vader will kill her like you said she might get wounded and Vader will end it before she gets to like reveal anything i think it'll be like one of those so, like, so what will be the point of that though for us to have a showdown between him and vader at the end of this there's no. a second fight for sure i mean it's I, not over it, okay a second fight for sure <laughs> for sure there's a second no, battle so, 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 so. so we're gonna see two red sabers Ooh, ooh, no, there's, there's red a, sabers. yes yeah, there's another fight yes. coming for sure spoiler alert there's another battle coming before we're done but but that is the end game with with Reva or with Vader? Vader or or with, be Vader. Vader and Obi Wan ain't done yet. Come on, man. So what, not, what's not, the, is that the guy, the second brother, fifth brother? What is he? The one that really hates her? Yeah, that's the. <laughs> he really hates this is he chick. The sixth He's, brother? I forget. Yeah. It, it was just, he was either the second or the fifth. I think maybe He's the a fifth. fifth brother. He's a fifth. Every fifth. time one of the guys, Vader just goes. Who's gonna take that round lightsaber off his back and just cut her neck, cut her head right off? Just spin it up, yeah. Turn to turn it on. These guys don't get along. And <laughs> what, what's up with the other one? She's just there, like just there, uh, right? She well, she doesn't. She sent the probe droids. Oh yeah, she pressed the button. Yeah, she pressed the button. She, she presses buttons. She she does. She actually uh, executes the commands. Everyone else is like posturing. She's actually doing the work. So she hates everybody else. Hates them. Reva's like, release the drones. And she's like, that's gonna take hours. And she's like, oh yeah, I gotta go to see. Gotta go see the invader. Yeah. And then we, uh, 
the brothers like, yeah, I got thinking the um the Grand Inquisitor is not coming back. We think he's really dead. No, no. Yeah, he's not in the credits anymore. So I don't, I don't, I don't think he's gone. I think he's still alive. He's in the tomb now. He's in the tomb. I think I think from Billy Madison. I think there'll be a big a big reveal. I don't think he's dead either. You don't think he's dead? Just get stabbed in the stomach. I think that'd be a super <laughs> cop out. I mean, these like six Sith Dark Side users, they take severe damage. Oh, I, I mean, I plus he shows there. up in um he shows up in was it Rebels or um Clone Wars? One of those. Um, he shows up in one of those. Um, that's, an, that's another Grand Inquisitor. Like that. That's yeah. a different Inquisitor, similar species, but really? a different Inquisitor. Yeah. Huh. For killing different facial all markings, Jedi, different, different tattoos. All Jedi are dead except for all these Jedi. I mean, I see right. like how many. Eventually, they'll run out. It should be a pretty short bench here, but it right. feels like as long as they can make more episodes, <laughs> the series, they're gonna keep finding more Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Hundred billion planets, they'll never run out. Thank God. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, it has to be like a few of them. Like you know, you you have like a whole temple training and everything, and you know, it it, it has to be like a bunch of them. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, there, there are other orders. As one, say, yeah, at one point, but yeah, I mean, story wise, it makes a lot of sense, and plus, it gives you a lot of, like you said, a lot of room to work with. You know, story-wise, by having all these Jedi. I love you know it. I love it. It's like 2022, and I'm just like, when the Emperor said he killed all the Jedi, was the Emperor maybe lying? <laughs> <laughs> do, do bad people lie on occasion? Does that happen? Yeah. Hey, I, don't, you know, I don't know. So you present I, this thing, so you, you, you're the Emperor. You got to project like you did the deed. You got to project that to like you know the 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 empire that you took over or whatever. But well, in reality, him. that's not the case. Yeah, we killed him on the Jedi. <laughs> a lot of lightsaber sounds going on. Okay. I mean, the people got to believe you. You know, you're the emperor and everything. You know, but you know, in reality, no, 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 no. So that I mean, hence that's why you have Darth Vader um, slicing the dice and trying to track down you know all these leftover Jedi. To, to to prop up what the Empire says, you know, the Empire, mm -hmm. you know, Palpatine says or whatever, you know. Cleaning up the trash. Yeah, yeah right. cleaning up the trash and everything, you know. It's, it's, it's such a I, crappy job getting them all at first. Yes. The Emperor is like putting it on Vader, like, well, if you hadn't let them all escape, <laughs> you wouldn't be in position. And then he like makes Vader have to do all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> did everybody sick. does everybody forget that Yoda's still alive? I mean, I guess we can't sense him either, right? No, he's, he's on Dagobah. He's hiding for sure. Yeah, he's, he's definitely hiding. He's yeah. in that dark side. Yeah, great, so great, great point. Great point. He should, I mean, he should be ashamed of himself. He should be ashamed yeah. in hiding. I, really. I, I love, you know, you mentioned something about, um, like, the institution of the Jedi Council, right? And I, and I feel like we're at a, we're, this is like a meta, a meta commentary, because, like, what's the thing that would, you know, the thing that would turn everybody against the Jedi was if, if the Sith were like, oh, look at what the Jedi are doing to these kids and convinced everyone that it was some some terrible thing. But the problem is, in my opinion, if you have a, a galaxy where a lot of force sensitive beings, you know, come into come into existence and it's very frequent, like to the point where there's thousands of them that can congregate, if you don't take these like if you don't take these people that are gonna have these talents and direct them somewhere, they're just going to show up and cause chaos because they'll do whatever the hell they want. 
And we already know that anything that's that, which is selfishness or giving to get my for myself or the conquest, that's the dark side. So unless you do this thing, which is unconscionable, and take them away from their families before they even have a chance to do anything, you wind up with a position where, let's say, 90% of them are benign, and you have 50,000 dark force using, you know, emperor of this planet, you couldn't have a galactic society. It would be impossible because it, it would be carved up into little pieces like Alexander the Great's empire after he died. So... Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you're right. The thing they're doing, which is just taking them and training them in the force and preparing them for a life of sacrifice and altruism, is just the only way they've figured out to keep there from being a Sith Empire every 50 years in a, in a war to the knife with you know, some, some dark force empire. And then as soon as you knock that one down, another one pop, would pop up from a different place in the unknown regions where all of a sudden this... this disparate clan of species is united and coming at you like a knife. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's called gerrymandering. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> thing that's happening with the with the Jedi too, but the different orders. And they're both cultivating their their trooper, their troops for the, the same way. They're stealing them and brainwashing them. So it's the same it's the same thing, except one is promoting the light side of the force, the other is promoting the dark side of the force. So Ultimately, we have to see who's doing the greater, we'll just say the greater good for the galactic society. Like which one provides the actual peace and sort of prosperity? Which one does it? Which side should I let control me, this side or that side? Right. Because it's ultimately what benefits you. What benefits me. As you as a person in your right. family and your existence. So yeah. how are you yeah. going to benefit from, okay, you got the galactic empire. What are they giving you? They're giving you freedom. They're, they're giving you freedom. They're giving you job security. They're giving you a place to exist. Uh, they're providing protection. Guns, Guns and, and ammo and, and, <laughs> and, and, and cool droids and, and ships and everything. And what's the what's the what's what are the Jedi doing? Well, they're nothing because they're all nothing, and they're all hiding somewhere. They're not really useless. Anything. Useless. They're useless. They're useless. You know? Bunch of belly button scratchers. Those Jedi. No, we need a man. Spin it about. We need to support Chancellor Palpatine for Emperor. Right. And, yeah. and and the Jedi were letting the Empire rule them anyway for 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 generations. There was there was there was. There was evil running the good. In oh, evil running the good. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Yeah. A interesting. A interesting. interesting. There are a lot of interesting parallels because the, the politics in Star Wars, you know, everyone talks about the prequel trilogy dismissively, like, oh, it's a political thriller. Oh, no. But it is. I mean, I, it's the weirdest thing. And then Padme says, oh, this is how democracy dies to thunderous applause. But it was over way, way, way before that. She didn't yeah. recognize it until it was already done, which, you know, 20 years ago, I would have thought it's ridiculous. And now I'm not as convinced that it's ridiculous, <laughs> but just probably a commentary on, on humanity. You know, the other thing is, for some reason, the light side of the force seems to be this unified, peaceful, galactic society of intelligent species, right? That seems to be what the light side of the force wants to happen. Well, who says that's actually good for life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who says? Yeah, so, yeah. So like it's it's interesting because 
to say that there's a light side and a dark side to the force almost requires you to give it this like you know anthropomorphic willpower which we see in the wills and star wars talks about this but i i don't know that you need that i mean i would assume if we had a, a lens to any non like participatory planet where there's intelligent life so just some planet where there's no connection like like earth right where it's just us you would imagine there would be this history of force users just popping up and every like couple generations there would be some you know new religion that was able to carve some piece of what the jedi are doing out you know just to figure it out and do it for themselves uh so there probably is a whole lot of that sort of stuff in, in the history of like all these planets and it would be a unifying thing when you make that first contact they'd be like how do you deal with your the force users and you'd have a plan because you'd have to in order to make it to the, the level of civilization right because you couldn't have them take over you couldn't have them like take right. over everything because then that's that's diabolical that's a dictatorship because they could they could conceivably just come on land on a planet and remove all freedom from it and make the whole entire planet bend to their will whatever it is so how do you how do you actually say well dark side light side all right maybe that maybe it needs to be the gray side maybe there needs to be a little bit of both. free thinking yeah i mean you got to be able to make decisions at the time like maybe maybe right now we're going to be light side we're going to move rocks like that one guy said he said you know well, I, that, that, that's the whole purpose of balance and everything you know yes. you can't have one yeah. side just weigh it you know for so long and everything you got to have that other side to counteract that's sort of like in today's politics you know you you have like you know um um one side you know being one way for so long then the other side comes to counteract like counteract that so that other side doesn't weigh itself you know so much yep um you know on society to to i mean i to me they're ideally just here to keep things balanced not for one side to control you know over the other and everything and mm -hmm. i think that's what this you know this star wars thing brings the balance to the force and everything i mean this is this is like the balance you know that that you know that we're you know seeing um you know when luke eventually destroys like the empire and stuff that's the balance being brought you know for i mean i mean now that i'm thinking about it george lucas was such a genius in bringing those simple concepts you know to like a entertainment medium and everything and, mm -hmm. and he he allowed everybody to to expand stories to 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 and have a voice to have, yeah, a, to voice. have a voice right exactly everyone yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's why he built like the you know when he so he had his idea he had his story and he allowed people to build on it but you had to you had to you had to fit into that mm -hmm. timeline you had yeah. to make your stories fit yep we lost that so that was out of balance like we lost that and I think we really lost it with the seven, eight, nine. Really went kind of haywire. Well, yeah, think back. Yeah. Well, think yeah. about it. The the strongest Jedi's in history are always the gray Jedi's, as we call them, right? The ones that you said had free will, but also understood the dark side. I mean, Qui Gon, oh, I as I said, this yeah. was probably the most yeah. noble Jedi, but they didn't like that because they couldn't control him because he mm -hmm. had reasoning. Then we get to you know other Speak Jedi's. On we see. Speak yeah. On we, we have Luke Skywalker. He wears black. What Jedi wears all black? You know, no, he, 
go evil. I mean, he did go. He did go look at him when he was yeah, when he's slashing him with their saber. I mean, those are that's full rage. So uh-huh. even he harnessed both sides of it. You know, you see Ahsoka Tano who was banished, but then he learned that there were. Other, I mean, all these Jedi's that kind of found balance. When you look at even, I guess we can go into uh, Old Republic. Darth Revan, arguably my favorite Jedi and the greatest Jedi, was. You know, a Sith brought back to the light side, to the dark, and into the light side again. I mean, these parallels. Look at Dooku. I mean, we we still never knew really what his true intentions are. Because right. if we read his true intentions, his true intentions were to kill Emperor. Yeah. So was he really a, Jay, a, a gray Jedi? Yeah. You want to know that. really what he was. So. Yeah, he because he, he had that really, the relationships with the, you know, the different... Uh, uh, the factions, you know, the yeah. uh, the trade federation and the yeah. bankers guild, and all the he knew how to manipulate the on a political side, because right. you know when they, when they were on Geonosis, he had all those guys wrapped around his fingers, like he had yeah. he had the trade, he had the bankers guild, he had the mining guild, they were all with him with the trade federation, and then here's the emperor screwing up the soup by putting too much in. I mean, so. Ultimately, like you said, T. Mitch, he wanted to just get rid of the Emperor, and he was going to use Anakin and Obi-Wan to do that. Think about it. He was, two seconds from tell, he was two seconds from telling Obi-Wan who the Emperor was. Yes. Literally, yep. he was right about to do it, he and Anakin right comes about, yep. to kill him. Yep. And he, he, told and he, he told Obi-Wan the exact truth in Episode 2. He did. He sent it controlled by the Dark Lord of the Sith. Only you and I can stop him. Let's go get him. True. Yep. True. And of course, of course, Dooku would have betrayed the Emperor. That's the whole point. Eventually, that's that's the whole point of being the, of a Sith apprentice is so you can kill them and right. take their power, like Islander, right. since they're they're the only one. You know, my 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 interest here is in retrospect. We have, you know, I think there's a lot to this. This is why the, this the prequel trilogy was not received as well as it was, or as well as maybe I think it should have been. Now, is because George Lucas wrote a trilogy about failed institutions about what happens when you know institutions start to protect themselves and their members instead of doing their jobs and when that and what that causes when it happens you know you pile one instance on top of another instance on top of another instance this trilogy i mean he wrote it in the 90s in the 1990s when the institutions were mostly fine in the united states when you know the cold war had ended and capitalism had triumphed and before the the erosion of you know, functionality in the institutions that we've seen. I mean, we are an entire the Catholic Church scandal in Boston, an entire, you know, the Southern Baptist Conference scandal, an entire, you know, USA gymnastics scandal ahead of that, right? We're we are on the on the far side of that. And I think when I look back at the prequels, I see more the crumbling institutions. I understand well why I'm like, well, why can't the Jedi just go kill the Sith? They are not capable of doing it historically. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's so interesting how you read about in, in different points in history. You know, it's easy to be judgmental and say, oh, they just should have done this. But there's Cassandra's everywhere telling, you know, saying that, that these things should happen. But societies are only capable of doing the things they're capable of doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he, he followed that logical. Well, he, he, he sort of backfilled everything when he did like four or five and six. You know, first telling that that sense of hope, you know, the one, you know, the um, the savior of the galaxy. Now I'm going to tell the story of how this the dark side, you how know, we did that, 
how yeah. we needed the hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How everything built up to that hope and everything. So, I mean, it's great fortitude. Great. It's, I mean, just brilliance, you know, on, you know, on, on, on his part and everything to tell a simplified story with four or five and six and then go back and tell a more complex, you know, breakdown. I mean, we're not going to talk about dialogue right. and everything, but more tell more of a complex um, um, situation where not everybody appreciated back then, because, of course, you were in a different type of headspace. Now you can look back and say, OK, oh, I mean, he might have been ahead of his time at that point. Well, I think that Qui-Gon dying instead of being taking Anakin away from the council and training him himself is what he said he was going to do is is a huge turning point. Because you would imagine my thinking here is that if Qui-Gon takes Anakin and leaves Obi-Wan to the institutional Jedi and leaves with him, that the Emperor is not going to be able to turn him. Because Anakin is not going to be a part of the Clone Wars. Anakin is not going to be obligated to follow the Chancellor's bidding. Anakin's not going to have to follow those orders, and so he'll have an outsider's perspective. And I think that's why Qui-Gon has to die in that movie and why it's so important that you see that character come to its, you know, a three-dimensional realization in that movie. Mm. Um, see, because I'm, I'm, yeah. he can teach I'm, Obi-Wan to disappear. He can, from the, yeah. from the, he's a great teacher. I've always thought about that, and we've said that what if. Like, if Obi-Wan, or if Qui-Gon survives that, I feel that him and Anakin go, and Obi Wan falls to the dark side eventually, and that's the real story. Because, because think about it. Because he just says that basically your master. Because this is a teenage Obi Wan who is basically then basically thrown to the side. His master abandons him. Because Qui Gon is then pushed out of the council at that point, right? You can't have two. So they're going to push him out of the council because he wasn't ready to take the trials. Oh, different so from the stiff with the rule of two, huh? It is. It's the same. So you can't have two. You can't have two Padawans. So he would have been disbanded from the council to train him on his own, kind of like Ahsoka, which he was already a great Jedi because him and Yoda already butted heads about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So he would have been trained him on his own. Then it would have been, you know, Obi Wan going through this whole galactic, you know. And just think about it with Padme. I mean, they did. They could have followed the same path. He would have failed for Padme. Same story. But Anakin's a hero. I think it would have been a lot more. It would have made this a lot longer if they did it that way. And end up making Kenobi kind of like the 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 bad guy at the end. I see that. Um, what if Marvel is giving me uh, Disney, and it's all Disney. So Disney's yeah. other division, Marvel, is giving me lots of like. That know, would be a sweet stuff. way to spin it. Yeah, to spin it that way. Yeah, I'd like to see them with the Star Wars visions. I'd like to see a Star Wars What If. Star Wars What If Anakin just beats Obi Wan. Anakin doesn't jump. I want to see all that stuff because you could you could all of the stories would be interesting because it's so it's been so locked in for so long. All right. But yeah, guys, before we finish up, I mean, just real quick, what are your thoughts? I mean, we have arguably an hour and a half left, you know, two episodes. I mean, just like we've just said recently with Boba Fett, and I mean, really the show fell flat if you look at the reviews and what everybody thinks. I mean, we don't have a lot of time to answer a lot of questions and to tie a lot of things up. I mean, DP, I'll start with you. Like, what what are you thinking? I mean, we got a uh, we don't have I mean, a lot of time. The, the, the simplest thing that you could say with the plot is that the rescue of Leia, that's it. I mean, she got kidnapped, so she needs to be rescued. Um, as far as all the peripheral stuff, the battle between him and Vader, battle between him and Reva, you know, that's 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 peripheral stuff. It's all about, you know, telling the story of Leia, Leia, Leia gets kidnapped and then gets rescued at the end. That's it. 
you know mm-hmm. what i'm hoping to see of course is like you know um you know the battle and something more you know that they'll go into that with the um you know jedis in the tomb and you know some other you know things that it's a grand inquisitor still alive and everything um they don't have a lot of plot they don't have a lot of episodes to do all that so we just need to deal like i said in like the the, the pre- previous episode you got reva leia obi-wan and darth vader so what are you going to do with these 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 characters and stuff? You know how are we going to end it with those four? Yeah, we got Ice Cube Junior too. <laughs> yeah, right. Ice Cube Junior's on the screen. I'm like, oh wow, he's in this. This is funny. <laughs> what about I, you? I, I agree. Well, oh yeah, go go. So. We got end with we have to end with Ben Kenobi. Yeah, right, I'll go next. With so, here's what I want to see. I want to see them set up. I want to. I want to see two things. I want to see. I want to feel recontextualized about the relationship between Leia and Obi Wan at the end of this, through the plot mechanism of, of her getting saved or her doing. I want to see. I want to feel deeper about the fact that they didn't really talk in Episode Four. I want to feel that miss. And if they, if they, at the end of this season, have me thinking about how they didn't even get to see each other and how that was a real like tragic thing, then I think that this will be a huge success. What about you? So, yes, it's all about Leia and Obi-Wan saving Leia and bringing Leia back and the bond between Leia and Ben Kenobi. So a lot of things I'm seeing here. I know that that's all going to happen. Leia's going to get reunited with Bail Organa. It's going to be due to Obi-Wan's relentless efforts to not only become general kenobi again but also just build that relationship with leia and i think the end scene of this episode of this episode that we're talking about where they're holding hands and sort of bonding i think that struck a a chord with leia because decade maybe two decades from now what does she do she names her first or second born son ben and Ben Kenobi, Ben Solo becomes a agent of the of the dark side of the force, which we've been talking about. With well, maybe that's not such a bad thing, but I think that 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 this is an important episode because now we understand why Leia and Han had a son named Ben because Leia wanted to basically honor her savior with with a namesake with her son. I can dig it. Ben, Ben Solo. So that kind of made sense to me. I think we're going to see a showdown between Reva and Kenobi. I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to find out why she hates him so much. Uh, what that what that motivation is. Vader's going to sit back and watch this whole thing happen, and I don't think he's going to mind so much when uh, she's dead. Yeah. Yeah, I echo that as well. I mean, I guess my final thought is, you know, the the I, I was a little disturbed at the end when um, she showed her lightsaber proficiency against a, a ship with blasters. A I thought that was a T forty. Yeah, I I mean, come on, the way she's like blocking those, like they can shoot faster. I was kind of like, eh, eh. 
I mean, I've seen Jedi get hacked down from, you know. T.T. Mishka's nitpicky boy. <laughs> it was a little bit, you know, things like that. It's just the details, you know, especially when, like I said, you you leave me with two episodes left. We got a lot to do. Yeah. She's out here. So she can she can do that. but she, And then she didn't hack down the uh, the snitch, right? Mm. You, you get hacked immediately. Like, that's treason. You're dead. So we'll, we'll save that for, for next week because that, that, we didn't discuss it today. But that's something that I was like, you didn't probe her mind. You didn't do anything. You just trusted her all of a sudden. Really? Having all her right. survive this was a, it was very, very similar to me to, like, how that Wookiee survived Boba Fett. Like, they didn't bring her on. They didn't make right. that Wookiee suit at once. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they nah. didn't wrap her on your shoes that once. She's going right. to be on Yeah, so, but nah. But, yeah, guys, it looks like um, we're, we wrap up another episode. Uh and real quick before we get off here, DP, just want to give another plug out to the NCFS for everybody who they don't know or follow us at. So give us a, a real quick plug to follow everybody and make sure we're reviewing that as well. Nerds, um, talk about the boys. We're talking about the boys. It comes on Friday, but we'll be talking about it on Mondays. Okay. All right. So we're talking about the boys. Already got the first three episodes out the way. So make sure that you go to the replay, listen to our podcast as far as that. It was a great one. And then catch us um, live next Monday night, 10 o'clock. You know, um, you guys are welcome to, you know, join us and come chat if you're um, watching it. Um, and we love to, to get your input as well, you know, about the boys. Um, make sure, of course, you're going to nursetechpedia.com and, you know, seeing all our content and everything there. Um, you know, um, I mean, it's a it's a beautiful thing just being a nerd, you know, in this in this content. Oh, if you're watching, hey, quick plug to Mrs. Marvel. Much better than yeah. I expected. Woo. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That, that's right. more content. Yeah, that's more content we have to get to, which debuted uh, to yesterday, last night as yep. well, today. Thank so, uh, so, yeah, guys, keep your eyes peeled. Hopefully we can uh, get a couple to watch that, and we'll review that with you guys as well as it ties into all things Marvel. But, uh, yeah, guys, like I, DP has told you, keep your eyes peeled on all our socials. We'll let you guys know when we're live again. But until next week, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way.